Hi, I'm Neil. I'm Veronica. We fell in love when we were 16. And here we are talking about what life is all about for us. Thank you for joining us. This is a Life Is Podcast with Neil and Veronica. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Life Is with Neil and Veronica. Um, and we're hoping that you're enjoying the warm spring weather, uh, taking it all in. And today, Veronica has a passionate topic, so I'm going to introduce it and I'm going to let her take over because uh, she, I'm sure, has some very wonderful and amazing thoughts on this. But today, what we'd like to talk about is life is taking in the view. So over to you, Veronica. Well, I feel like in all of our podcasts and our topics, a lot of it has to do with metaphors. I mean, we like to be direct as well. Um, so first of all, thank you so much for continuing to listen in despite sound issues, despite tech stuff. So for those of you that are watching, you'll notice that Neil and I are not beside one another anymore. We've actually like switched locations from where we originally were. I was downstairs, Neil was upstairs. Now Neil's downstairs, I'm upstairs. Anyways, so moving on to the podcast. <laughs> okay, life is taking in the view. I wanted to talk about this because uh, I feel like I have a lot to say about that. And I feel like I kind of want to talk about the metaphor a little bit. You know, we talk a lot about like slowing down, taking in moments, taking in where you are, being where you are, and trying to be present where you are. And I have a lot to say about life is taking in the view. So first of all, for those of you that are friends with me on Facebook or Instagram, I was getting a lot of questions because Neil and I took a trip in October and I was behind in terms of posting. You know, we try to be more gentle with ourselves in terms of the words that we use and just being kinder to ourselves. And I don't want to say like I'm behind on life, right? Because really what's the timeline on that? But I was posting like the latter part of our trip from October. Um, number one, please take me back. <laughs> Like tomorrow, that would be great. Um, but I got a lot of questions about people asking if we were on vacation again, because you know, we just shared about how we were in Orlando and took in, you know, Disney and Florida with our family and our kiddos. Um, so the answer is no, we are obviously not on vacation, but it did bring me back to all of those amazing views. And I have to say something that I'm really proud of of that trip is we really did take the time to take in the view of wherever we were. Now we went to like, one of them was like in Mykonos where I think it was actually called like the Mykonos lookout point or something. And I had to ask Neil, I had to confirm what it was called. But, you know, in posting all of those videos and photos and Neil and I are pretty sentimental, we can be pretty sappy. We are all about the memories. Um, I think that that has kind of embedded itself into like our oldest in a sense too, where she wants to take a lot of pictures and videos. And sometimes, I don't know about you, but when you look at videos again, or when you look at pictures, I mean, there's a balance I find between trying to document too much where you're actually missing the moment of where you are. And then sometimes there's a point where, you know, you look back on a video, you look back on a picture and you, it kind of jogs your memory and you think, well, like either I didn't remember part of that or, you know, you really weren't there and present in the moment. And I have to say that when we were on that trip, that I'm really proud looking back 
And, you know, in terms of jogging my memory, our memory of those moments and memories, we really did take the time to take in the view. And I will even simplify this. You know, we often say, you don't need to do anything exotic. You don't need to go anywhere exotic or do anything dramatic for any of these things that we're talking about. And I'll share a simple story of when I took the kids, you know, I think this was actually during the pandemic. We reflect on these moments a lot about how a lot of times I was like, F it. We're just going to the park. Shut down your computer. We're going to the park or we're going to go sledding or tobogganing, whatever you want to call it. So I took them, I think one of the first times to this bigger hill. And it was just me and the kids. Neil was working and I took them to this hill, you know, because actually I had scaled back at the time and I was doing some part-time hours, which that's a whole other discussion, I think, in terms of like making certain decisions at certain times and how you can take a step back and a pause. doesn't mean you're behind on life, but we'll get into that in another time. So we're tobogganing you know, we're having a great time. I'm just like shoving the kids down the hill and it is a fun hill. Not going to lie. Like I loved going down and I was probably giggling the whole way down. And there was this moment I was sitting at the top of the hill and I laid back and I just looked up at the sky and I looked up at the trees and I just took in like the moment of where we were about the perspective of where I was. And, you know, I often tell people like when I'm out and shopping and whatever, I have blinders on mostly because I try to focus myself. Otherwise, like it just doesn't happen. So, you know, if I'm grocery shopping, I have to try really hard not to look at all the sale tags and everything else. Otherwise, it's like a two hour shopping expedition. I'm giving Neil lots of content to work with here when I finally stop talking. But you can see for those of you watching, he's nodding quite a bit. So, you know, I do have my blinders on. But if you think about life as about the perspective and like taking those off and taking in the different views. And I mean, we do have a whole series on life is about perspective in terms of taking in other people's opinions and thoughts and views. Because even if you think of looking at something, whatever it is, it could be like the cup on your table, right? Like there's different perspectives of what that looks like from different angles to different people. We're not even going to get into like the whole black and blue or gold and white dress thing, (laughs) even, you know, some of you might remember that, but just even like where you are taking in that perspective. And it was just something so simple, but how, you know, it can be really easy to miss certain details, to miss certain things when we're moving too quickly and when we're not intentional about wanting to take in that perspective and that view. And actually, when we were in Florida, the really interesting thing, Neil, maybe you remember part of this story or why this question was asked, but our oldest asked me a question and she said, mommy, why do we look? Oh, I remember now. Okay. But she said, mommy, why do we look at our feet while we're walking? And I don't know, for those of you listening, Neil, maybe you can provide perspective on whether you look at your feet while you're walking or if you're like, you look straight out or whatever you do. Um, But the reason why she originally asked this is because I wasn't looking at my feet when we were walking one time. Our son was, and I almost stepped on this teeny tiny snake. Like if you're thinking like, like an earthworm, like it was a snake, (laughs) like 
crossing the sidewalk. I kid you not. This is not like one of those knock knock jokes. I don't know what the like ending of that would be, but I almost stepped on the snake and he was like, mommy, you have to look where you're walking because you're, you might step on another snake, you know? And so our daughter asked me, she was like, why do you look at your feet while you're walking? So anyways, I feel like I'll pass it over to you, Neil, but it's just taking in that perspective. And it really is. I feel like that is what life is about. It doesn't matter necessarily where you are. There's so many different views that you can take and it can be really important. Absolutely. So, you know, I I guess I'll answer the first question about, you know, I I missed that part about the, the question she asked us about looking where you're walking or looking down while you're walking. I think the best way to represent it, um, you mentioned this early on in our podcast is, you know, where you stare is where you steer. So if you're not looking down where you're walking, if you're not taking in the view of where you're going and you're looking somewhere else, you're going to veer off that pathway. You're going to veer off the, the way you're walking. Right. And so it's, it, it can be simplified down that, uh, whether it's a metaphor or if it's where you're actually walking, right. Um, or driving, let's say, cause we all have had that experience for those uh, who of us who drive, you look, one little degree to the right and you've already started to veer into the other lane. Um, But I wanted to talk about too, when we talk about taking in the view and when we start to maybe feel like we're looking in our rear view mirror in the past, or if we're trying to look too far down the road into the future, um, those thoughts when it comes to that can be, very overwhelming or they can create, you know, certain emotions, certain feelings, right? You can ruminate in past decisions if you're living in the past, or you can become anxious and worried about the future or, or whatever you have for the future. And I came across a few things lately talking about this and our mind can change timelines, right? It can go in the past and go in the future. It can be in the present. And when we start to veer outside of where we are present wise, the only thing that is still here today is our physical body. So our mind can drift, but our physical body is always present in the same day that we're currently living in. We are where we are. And so, you know, the old technique, uh, when it comes to, um, let's say, you know, doing yoga or doing meditation, and the practice of grounding yourself within your body is the only way to bring your mind back to where your body is and to take in the view where you are currently in the present moment versus thinking about the past or worrying about the future. So I found that very, you know, because you hear a lot about grounding yourself or centering yourself and, but like, what is that actually doing for you? And, and to me, talking about that is bringing your thoughts of your mind back to the present view that you're taking in. And when you're on a trip like we were, which was, you know, a trip of um, great places and great experiences, you could be thinking about what is on your schedule or itinerary next or what you don't want to miss coming up but by doing so you're actually missing what you're doing and experiencing Uh, and so yes uh, I'm 
right alongside you. I am very happy that we, you know, had a fine mix of taking pictures and videos and enjoying the moment because you can live behind the camera sometimes or maybe get caught up in that and not take those mental pictures or memories that can have so much other uh, emotions and feelings and thoughts and smells and all these other senses tied to it, right? Like I can sit there now and I can have all those sensations that we had in those places that can create so much more different feelings than just looking at a picture, right? Um, so yeah, 100%. So glad that we were able to take in every single moment. I think it was just, you know, a stepping stone into this conversation, reliving that moment, like you said, because now, since coming back from that trip, we are much more um, trying to be like that in certain moments, um, you know, milestone moments, whether it was on our trip with the family and really just taking in the view where we are and whether it was looking at the fireworks over over the castle at Disney World whether it was enjoying the kids you know jumping in the pool um I think back to the one was just like you know having the kids being able to swim late at night right and just enjoy like it felt like you know one of those summer nights but it was on a vacation it was on a trip and I think you know, we we were able to sit on the side of the pool for once and watch them have that interaction. And just like, you know, seeing them at that stage of their lives beginning to um, grow with each other and create their own memories as a, a small group of three. So do you have any other like memorable views that I don't know that come to mind. I know we've had recent ones. Yeah. I mean, the one that I think for me always stands out where, you know, we had the view of our wedding day to me anyways. Um, and it was just that view where it was just you and I doing what we wanted on our timeline and we took in each view, whether it was taking our pictures or our videos or, you know, our ceremony or our reception. Um, and really, we had talked about this previously in other episodes, not worrying about what other people were, you know, or not doing it for other people, right? Not worrying about what our timeline or what our, let's say, um, choices were affecting them, right? That was, I think, the one initial moment where really we made decisions for ourselves when typically, again, you've touched on this, weddings can be decisions made for other people and other family members. And that was really the first major moment, of course, because it's, you know, a wedding, but where we took in each view together, you know, we started off separate, took, taking in those views, and then, you know, we had that reveal and then we started to take in the view together each and every moment, um, just reliving past stories, um, talking about future plans, whatever it was, it was a view that we took in together. And I really think that for me, that was one of the most memorable and really the start of taking in views 
together because um, that was the beginning of our of our of our journey almost yeah it's interesting that you mentioned that and again like for those of you that were watching I think I reacted pretty strongly when you brought that up is because that was another time that really stuck out in my mind and you're right it did really start that thought process of whoa listen no we're gonna pause and we're gonna take in the view and I think in order to take in a view, you do need to pause. I think that's something that we are getting better at. And I want to say that we're getting pretty good at, actually, um, you know, in terms of wherever we are, whatever we're doing, that pause can be like so powerful, so necessary for so many different reasons. But, you know, for me especially, because my thoughts are typically always whirling. <laughs> I am always thinking about like so many things at so many different times. And, you know, I was explaining how like to some people, cause we were talking about the podcast and like Neil and I, I mean, all of you that are listening, you're busy in your own way. And, you know, we're also busy in our own way. And a lot of people say to us, like, how do you do this? How do you do this? Um, and there's also, I think it's like unique that, you know, in terms of life is taking in the view, it's almost like, you know, the view could be different things too. It could be like the tangible, you know, actual view. Um, but it is sometimes also about perspective. And by doing this and having these conversations, I find for me, it's been such a place of growth and development for myself. So thank you to all of you listening out there and for all that you continue to share with us in terms of like what resonates with you and what might be impactful and like what might've stood out to you. But, you know, in just, you know, being able to pause, being able to think about these things and Neil, like you, I think have continuously, you know, taught me to kind of like rein in the thoughts in a sense and like really focus on what is significant and, you know, shove to a different side, not necessarily, you know, like a never side, but to put to the side what might be important, but a not right now kind of thing. And I don't know how that came about when, you know, we were planning our wedding and there, it was like this revelation at some point though. We were like, no, we are doing this for us. It might've been like, that is going to cost how much? Okay, well, that's important to us. We do want to do that. So that means we are soaking up every second of whatever that dollar is that we're spending times the thousand or whatever, you know? Yeah. But I think like I, looking back at it now, taking the time to reflect in this moment, I think the decision came down to the moment where we stepped into the studios of our videographer and photographer, uh, like, in in the toronto area right and we got a chance to see their work and we made the decision together to make that financial <laughs> we were still coming out of students uh, you know that's a whole other story right um of, of putting your uh, time and money and effort into um post-secondary education or whatever it may be so we were still coming out of that time of life where we were students and, and, you know, you know, obviously, you know, your parents uh, were a big contributor to this, um, you know, point in our life of having a wedding, but we made the conscious decision and we said, 
we are putting the most amount of money that we can into photos and videos because we knew and we still to this day on our anniversary now we can show our kids our video these views these perspectives and these memories will always be captured and we can't capture it ourselves so we i think in doing that took the weight off of us and the thought of having to you know worry about what was being captured or what we we're going to remember and we knew we had hired a team to do it for us and we could just sit back and we were like nope we are doing what we want when we want and how we want and it's going to all be captured by this amazing team and we can just enjoy it together and i think for like you know looking back on it that's when it all changed um and it slowly even you know grew from there so yeah i totally agree like it was just completely the start of all of this you know taking in the view and it was funny you know you talked about you know the infamous what is it blue and gold dress or whatever when you said taking in the view i immediately went into um those classic pictures that could be seen as two different things right those ones where depending on your story depending on your view what you see and what i see can be two different things but it's the same picture and it's really just again taking in the view from what you can see but following along those lines of our series about perspectives is allowing those stories and those other people's um views to have a conversation about it to say well what do you see you know tell me what you see and i'll tell you what i see and and we can maybe find that they both can be true it doesn't have to be or it can be and yeah i was laughing a little bit about that because what did you see depended on the one but like you know the classic one for me was the old lady and the young lady I don't know if that's the first one. You oh, no, I thought of but, like, there's one with like rabbits or something, but for the dress. There's yeah, there's a one with a rabbit too. I don't remember the second one, but the first one I went to was the old lady and the young lady. And right. that was a classic one. Well, that's um, interesting because of even that, the age perspective, right? Yep. Um, but for the dress, I feel like people are going to wonder. <laughs> those that will remember, those that are listening, they're like, what did you see? What side were you on here? Maybe it's not important, but that one was interesting because it's like, no matter, like you couldn't force yourself to see the other colors. You saw what you saw. So that was really interesting. But, um, yeah. I'm wondering for you, what was the biggest change and i think i might know the answer but i'd love to hear from you what was the biggest change in allowing you to start taking in the view more consciously and for longer durations than let's mm -hmm. say in the past okay well i'm curious to hear what your answer is or your take is on that i will say you know here it comes here it comes again i i don't know it's starting to bother me though but like 
when we talk about, let's put it, let's put some things in the suitcase. Let's put some things in the life is suitcase versus the life is garbage. You know, that's interesting. We haven't thrown anything in the life is garbage for a little bit now for a few podcasts, (laughs) but it was honestly, oh my gosh, I can't even say it because it's bothering me, but it was like dipping my toe in the water. It was making things easier in terms of like, yes, I do remember very vividly, you know, our conversations in terms of the decisions that we were making for our wedding day and how great that felt on the day of and how it just really validated that like we were making the right decision, but we were making the right decision because it was the right decision for us. And it was this is the decision. I'm saying it so much because I just feel the passion, but I can't even talk. You see, like the thoughts in my brain are moving faster than my lips can move. But the decision <laughs> that we made for ourselves, because it was the decision that we made for us. So it felt right, especially on the day of. You know, we had to drown out that noise. And once I think it like things like that get easier. It's so easy to cater to everyone else around us. I actually just had a conversation about this with her oldest daughter at bedtime, but I was saying to her, maybe it's related or maybe it's not, but, um, just, you know, it was along the realm of how things can kind of get easier when, you know, a, you drown out that noise, B, you're making that decision because you're making it for you. And it's the best decision that you can make. And it is not selfish. And I had to see why is it escaping me? (laughs) But just that it gets easier. Was that A? I don't know. I lost track. Sometimes I say like AB3, whatever, regardless, (laughs) irrelevant. Regardless, I think it just gets easier. And I come to realize that here's the thing, right? Life is our own. We had that podcast actually on life is yours. And, you know, it's so important. I think that we make decisions for ourselves and that we're doing it for us. And I just found that when we were doing that, like, obviously it just felt better and it made it easier. Did I even answer your question? Like, where do we get to here? feel like I just need to pass it back to you. <laughs> no, you did. But I, I, my question was, you know, where you felt your major shift to taking in the view was, and for me, from my perspective, let's say, um, I think the most or the biggest shift, let's say, in being able to take in the view that you touched on earlier was when we went through a pandemic as a family. And your shift, uh, and I think it was, you know, you know, not to generalize, but I think a lot of people had a big shift, right? It puts a lot of different thoughts and perspectives into um, people's consideration and and thought process. Um, But for me, you know, knowing you, knowing um, who you are and and what we were as a family and and where we are now, um, you definitely had a major shift into just taking in the view and enjoying where you were and what you were doing Um, and really starting to shift your view towards, you know, what mattered most in that moment. 
and you know knowing that reprioritizing let's say your glass and rubber balls you know like we've talked about before so that was you know before i asked the question i said that was what i think it was but again we have touched on how that was the very first stepping stone for both of us both individually and in our relationship to taking in the view as our wedding day um but i think the pandemic just heightened it in a, in the best way best way possible because now it's almost to the point where every day we try and take in that view um consciously mm-hmm. intentionally because we know how important it is and um when you lose that focus when you become um you know thought process of the past future whatever it may be mm-hmm. that view begins to almost disappear it's interesting that you say that because now i'm really you know recognizing that views and perspectives can be different. And I made a face when you said that because my perspective would have been, I guess, quite different of that time. But that is one thing that came out of the pandemic for myself personally, is I really had to make a huge shift and understand what was within my control and what was not. And I let a lot of stuff go during that time. Um, You know, and yeah, I mean, it's definitely interesting just because I had like, that's where I was like, okay, well, you know, can't do anything about this. Can't do anything about that. What can I do something about? And yeah, we definitely did like a lot of ridiculous things with the kids too. I mean, it's interesting because also in that time period. So when you may have heard Neil and I talk about glass balls and rubber balls and, you know, prioritizing what's significant, that's a time that I think back on and Neil and I talk about this a lot and a lot of it is probably still unprocessed for me. I'll be honest in that point, but I do have regrets about, you know, certain decisions that I made um, in terms of prioritizing my rubber balls over my glass balls. That was probably one of the only times that I have done that for, you know, a prolonged period of time in a sense Um, and for different reasons and for different decisions and things that, you know, we had to balance Mm, don't like that word, integrate as a family. And um, it is one of the very few times that I can look back and be like, yeah, there are definitely some things that I regret, but you know, what are we going to do about that now? And we continue to move forward and think of the, like the perspective and the views that we have going forward and where we need to be or where we are actually just needing to be where we are. Um. But there's just like, I think back to something like that, like, and I did share that story actually of, you know, taking the kids sledding or tobogganing and just laying down in the snow and looking up at the tree and being like, that is so pretty. I actually think I did take a picture of that moment too, so that I could kind of remember. And uh, I think that's what followed, right? You know, sometimes we take in the view and then we're like, oh, we should either grab a picture of this or vice versa. But that was, yeah, like even, you know, something exotic, like the places that we go to, all of that, it's just being intentional. Why was I going to say intentionable? Not a word, but like being intentional, taking a minute and please don't feel like you are inconveniencing people by taking some time to take in the view wherever you are, wherever you may be, whatever you may be doing. 
you know, I was giggling a little bit earlier and I almost lost this part of the story, but Neil, you were talking about how we were watching the fireworks, you know, over top of the castle. (laughs) And I'm not one. Okay. Maybe that has changed. I typically in the past have not been one to speak up, inconvenience people, tell people to move or anything like that, you know? And I just feel like (laughs) we were in a very magical place, but it was also a very like expensive magical place. And so I wanted to take in every second and you better believe that I wanted my children to be able to see (laughs) the castle and the fireworks. And like, they're little. So if you imagine a six foot person, like, you know, space is tight, right? Like everyone wanted to see the fireworks in different locations. Like we're all gathering in one place. So if you can imagine like a six foot person times maybe three or five of them standing in front of, I don't know, however tall our kiddos are. I was like, "Mm no, you can still see. So you're going to have to still give my kids some space so that they can see, you know, and it was interesting because our oldest was like, it's fine. I can see like, here she is. And I knew part of me was coming out in her in terms of not wanting to inconvenience people, not really wanting to speak up, not really wanting, you know, to like, and it's not even being negative, but it was just like the reality of the moment. And I just, again, wanted them to realize like, you are six feet tall. Okay. You can stand behind my kids and you can still see, they can see. I don't really care that much. I just want my kids to see. (laughs) Like I still want to see for sure. But like my priority was them. But yeah, that was, (laughs) that was like a moment that I was like, and I think I turned back to you and I was like, I think I'm shocked that I said something, but I'm glad that I did because in terms of like not wanting to have like regret about moments or anything like that, I think we often feel, use the fireworks example if you need to, but we often feel in our gut like something doesn't feel right or something needs to change or we want to do something different. And I think it's even important that like, you know, we speak out for ourselves so that you can take in the best view, not at the expense of others, but just, you know, taking in the view that's possible. Exactly. And when you're five, three and three quarters, like you are, they can still stand behind you. And for those of you who don't know, that's a, a running joke between Veronica and I. But it, it was you putting a voice for them who didn't really have one at their age to say, we can all have a view of this amazing time. It just is not going to be at the expense of them or me based off of like what you think is convenient for you. We can all have a convenient view. Um, and I think it can all be done in a respectful way. And it's not about creating conflict. It's just about creating communication or, you know, having that feeling of like, I'm not inconveniencing you by saying this, right? Like you said. So, um, yeah, I think it was a a lot of great analogies about views and perspectives and really, um, I hope that it gives you some time to 
take a view of where you are now, whether you're listening to this on your drive that we've heard people like to do, or whether you're just taking some time um, to just, you know, break away from your day. Um, and hopefully people can soon start to take in a view um, with some nice weather, maybe take a walk, take some time for you to reflect and think about what you're um, going to view next. So um, thank you. Uh, as always, um, every time I tell Veronica the numbers of people that listen or watch, she's just like uh, blown away as am I that, uh, you know, you know, that almost a thousand people have started to uh, listen and, and um, just download this. And, you know, we, as always, just want to share this um, with as many people as possible in hopes that one um, sentence, one thought or one perspective can help somebody out. Um, and we just truly appreciate everything that this has brought for us together uh, and for this community. So we continue to look forward to each and every conversation and we look forward to speaking with you all again soon. Thanks everybody. Have a great day.